This week's song uh, is brought to you by Candy Burris. Legs and hips and body, <laughs> body. <laughs> Have you seen that on TikTok? No. Oh my god! So it was like some video that she posted. She was like coming out of a trailer, all done mm-hmm. up, and I guess this was mm-hmm. her premiering this song, and mm-hmm. it's bad. And everybody, it just, sounds terrible. It's so bad. Everybody's like, I cannot it, believe this is the same lady who wrote bills, 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 and no scrubs. Yeah. Mm. And so everybody she on had TikTok, help. she had to have had help. Man, I don't. Can it is it is so crazy because like maybe I guess it's a thing like you can those who can't do teach so you make okay, songs for so other people. I was just thinking I was I just I was just thinking the same thing because and I know this is not Marvel related but y'all just gonna have to <laughs> stick with us for a minute. I was like all day the all the rumors are true yeah that song has been stuck in my head and so mm-hmm. I was like you know rapping Cardi's part and I'm like people always coming at party. Cardi, not Party, mm-hmm. Cardi for not knowing how to rap, quote unquote, or not writing her music, and it's just like, but she, she's good at rapping. She's better than I could ever be. Oh yeah. And it's like I'd rather have somebody do the writing for me and do what I'm good at. It's called fucking delegation, people. Come on now. Period. <laughs> <laughs> you have to know how to delegate. Okay, you can't do exactly. everything. You need to know your strengths. Yes. Okay? Stay in your lane. <laughs> Um, so yeah, welcome, welcome. back. Hey y'all. <laughs> uh, this is the South Side of Wakanda podcast. I am Jessica. Yes. <laughs> Jessica. 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 <laughs> the way he be shouting her name. Just screaming. Just like... It's like nails on a chalkboard. Like it's so funny. <sighs> it's so funny. And I am Albert's arms. Just waving in the wind. <laughs> Mm-hmm. In the garbage disposal. Yeah. <laughs> um, guys, allow me to reintroduce us, okay? Yes. I know a few of our listeners are new. Uh, oh, we got some new from TikTok. TikTok, what's up, y'all? Hey, y'all from TikTok. Uh, I just want to let y'all know that we are two black queens, and we discuss the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay, we don't not read the, the comic book universe. We don't read the comic books, uh, although we do reference them from time to time when we're doing like research. If we're like introducing a new character that we are not familiar with, we'll go ahead and do that. But our show focuses on the main, like the live action events in these movies that started in mm-hmm. two thousand eight with Iron Man. So the Infinity Saga yes. on down. That's what our podcast is about. Uh, we make this uh, the show. For people to enjoy that content outside of the source material. So. Exactly. For people that yeah. did not get on the comic book train 50 years ago. Yes. Yes. And enjoy the movies. But, you know, it's kind of intimidating to go into the comic books because there are so many of them. They constantly... Mm-hmm go back and forth on like you know retconning and everything like that so it's just like we just yes. gonna stick to what we know i don't act like i know something that i don't yes and this is a very casual approach to these movies uh mm-hmm. we wanted to the purpose of this show was so that people of color specifically black women could have a space to enjoy this content without feeling less than because they have not seen all the cartoon shows and have read all the comic mm-hmm. books and have seen that obscure 1976 uh, lunchbox that everybody in our comments keeps bringing up. 
So And another thing. <laughs> Y'all know the people that was in our comics talking about that damn lunchbox know that they wasn't even alive when that damn lunchbox came out. The actors in the movie weren't alive. Thank you. And another (laughs) thing is, shit, I forgot my point. Y'all know y'all looked at a damn YouTube video to figure out that lunchbox quote. Let's go ahead and. Don't come at. That's a bit. That right there. You just said a whole lot. That right there. So I know, like, because because when I was doing my like rewatch, because we had watched the movie a week prior to recording, so I had to like wait. Before you get into memory. that, don't forget what you were saying. For people who don't mm-hmm. know what we're talking about, last week we talked about Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness, and I posted a clip from our show on TikTok about the line that uh, Doctor Strange said to Wanda, "I can get you back on the lunchbox," and. Me and Shani and a lot of probably most of the people in the world took that as a, a metaphor for her public opinion because Dr. Mm-hmm. Strange was a household name at that point. And Wanda was very much not so. I mean, she was a household exactly. name, but it wasn't a good name to have. So that that's what we're ranting about right now. Continue. <laughs> right. So while I was watching a video, shout out to New Rock Stars. I'm pretty sure that's the video that I listened to mm-hmm. uh, or watched or whatever. They made a reference to that lunchbox, but how many people would have known that reference? And they literally like pick out the most obscure uh, Easter eggs and stuff like that. And they did the same thing for Game of Thrones. That's actually mm-hmm. how I found the uh, the that, uh, that channel or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's just like. Y'all know 99% of the people that watched that movie was not like, oh, they're talking about that lunchbox from the 70s. And how many lunchboxes has Marvel put out since then? And then y'all talking about one from 76? Who cares? Like, honestly, go outside and touch (laughs) some grass. Please. Please, I beg you to go outside and smell a flower because nobody cares about that. And I feel like a lot of these comic book nerds have the game fucked up. Y'all are not the target audience for these movies, babes. I I know that you love Captain America. I know that. But Kevin Feige, (laughs) he don't really give a shit. He wants bitches like me at the the show. He wants the... Because honestly, it's not that much of the the population that's read all of the comic books and stuff like that. And they know what will get butts in seats is a good action movie with a decent plot. Yes. So they're not, they're not, I mean, they're using the source material, but they're not. They are taking liberties and they are trying to get as many people in there. They're trying to get the general public, not these people that are just on the internet in their rooms that smell like feet. The um actuallys. Yeah, the um actually people. So like, if you feel the need to comment on our videos and um actually us, and if you don't know that office reference, it's like you have to say, um, actually, this is that. And da 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 Just stop. Just stop typing. Unfollow us. Keep scrolling and, because we don't care. And it's crazy <laughs> because, like, we actually mentioned, like, in last week's episode. Or it might have. No, it was last week because I think that was our first episode in a long time. Mm-hmm. We mentioned how people do that when they are fans of the source material. It's almost like they want to gatekeep yes. the source material. And then they're super elitist when it comes to that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, let other people enjoy it. Yes. You enjoy the comic books. We enjoy the movies we both love marvel so why why the fuck does it matter right how we consume the information yeah like you're not you're not better than us 
I'm not better than anybody else that's I'm not no. better than you, Brittany, because I watched all the Game of I mean read all the Game of Thrones books and reading <laughs> the freaking prequel books before like I'm not that doesn't make me better than you. Yeah. And guess what? It's just I enjoy it. I haven't read <laughs> none of the never gonna do it. I'm not. I haven't read none of the Lord <laughs> of the Rings books. But guess what? I love them fucking me movies. Either. And I will watch exactly. all of them in one sitting. I don't care. It doesn't make you a better exactly. fan. And I think exactly. that's why a lot of people, especially women, just try to stay away from this because, like, it's a male-dominated fandoms like Star Wars, Marvel, mm. DC. We try to just even anime, and you'll see that like a lot of nerds are like or incels. They they're really incels. Are just like, oh, mm-hmm. soon as you say like, oh yeah, I like anime. They like, oh, but I, I bet you never seen Attack on Titan. Da 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 da. Exactly. Like when I was like watching Attack <laughs> on Titan, people are just like, but you don't watch this. No, I don't. Like literally, this is the one anime I yeah. like. And I got like, and I watched it. Probably won't watch another <laughs> unless it's like on in the background or something that happened. And that is okay. It is. That's you like okay. What you like. And y'all just need to shut the fuck up because just, y'all be getting on my goddamn nerves. Girl, them shout comments. Out to all the people Oof. that was like defending us. Thank you. Because <laughs> actually, we're not idiots. I think I said last week, like, babe, I'm a college graduate. I, I minored in English and I majored in creative writing. I know a metaphor when I hear one. Uh, exactly. And you can't say like, oh, y'all are looking too deep. And this this show, we're analyzing the movies and we're talking about them. And people like y'all <laughs> thinking too deep into it. It's about an actual lunchbox. I think that is thinking too deep. Because who the fuck would know that? Come on. Come on. Y'all cannot be serious right now. Exactly. Why would they put that in the movie and they know that 98% of their audience is not going to understand it? At the at, at the two. very least, it works on two levels, but nine mm-hmm. times out of ten, they put that in there and because it works that, with the plot. And I said that, and I said that. I was just like, even if they are talking about the actual lunchbox, that doesn't negate the fact that it is a metaphor, yeah. or the fact that they are saying, "Oh, we can make people like you again." Yes, because she was because very they much unlike. They're not putting the Punisher. On the lunchbox. <laughs> yeah. No. Absolutely not. They probably not. did. <laughs> as far as I know. And I really don't give a shit. So yeah. don't comment about I, it. I don't care. <laughs> if they... If at this point, Kevin, Jermaine, Feige gonna have to come to me himself and tell me <laughs> that that's what they was talking about. I'm not listening to none of you people on the internet. You go to hell respectfully. So let's move on. Was Kevin Feige even alive? He probably wasn't. I don't know. He might he might have been. He probably Actually, liked what forty. Old. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about some MCU news. Uh a couple mm-hmm. days ago they officially announced that Daredevil is getting season four. Yes, I saw that. Yay, I'm so excited. So if anybody who hasn't heard this news, uh it is gonna be released on Disney Plus. Right now we don't know if it's gonna be a reboot, a continuation. Some like combination of the two, we don't know yet. Uh, we are still speculating that he's gonna be in She Hulk, which I, I think that's pretty much. I think that might be why they are saying this now because the She Hulk mm-hmm. trailer just dropped and that's coming out in a few months. So right, I'm just I'm excited. I can't wait to see Matt. I hope they bring back everybody. <laughs> Me too. And yeah. this whole like watching these past four episodes of Jessica Jones, I was just like, I can't wait to see Maddie M again. <laughs> His little cute self. <laughs> um, speaking of She Hulk, so yes, we did get that trailer. A minute and forty seven, short and sweet. 
uh, it packed mm-hmm. uh, packed a lot, and a lot of people have been talking about it. Um, mm-hmm. It looks like Bruce is going to be like a big part of the story. I'm excited about right. that because honestly, I kind of thought he would just be in like the first two episodes to introduce her and then dip out. But right, it kind of seems like he Maybe might it'll stay. Be like a Hawkeye type of thing, but more so about her. Yeah. Um, Emil Blonsky, the Abomination, was in the trailer. I did see that. Look in a cage, looking just as crazy as he looked in uh, 2008. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that for him. Right? I love that for him. Uh, the CGI does look... A little sketchy. Interesting, yeah. Um, I, I'm just going to try to hold, not hold that against uh, them. Okay. And I was, I was watching Captain Marvel yesterday. Mm-hmm. And... I'm wondering if we're just spoiled or if CGI is just not good anymore. Probably both, honestly. I keep hearing that, like, something is going on in Hollywood, probably because of the pandemic. So, like, things aren't the way they used to be. I don't know. Actually, I'm not going to finish my sentence because I started. (laughs) Please. (laughs) I'm going to get canceled. (laughs) Oh, God. Keep going. (laughs) Um, So, like, I saw, I think Fantastic Frankie on TikTok said that uh, Bruce's Hulk looks so much better because they have a lot of references because he's been in a couple movies. So it was, like, Mm. easier for them to do his composite. So I'm hoping, like, you know, once she gets, hopefully if she gets to the actual movies, then she'll look great and we can move on from there. But, yeah, I mean, it looks funny. It looks fun. Um, I can't wait to see her dating as a Jolly Green Giant, so... I love that. <laughs> um, and I mean, as long as they don't make it look like kind of kitty. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. So I, I think it's going to be good. Um, I'm wondering, though, if this show is going to be like Moon Knight. Because you know how Moon Knight doesn't really connect to anything. It was just mm-hmm. a contained story. And I'm wondering if this is going to be like that. Because I don't know if they're doing anything else with the Hulk. So it, it probably will. I don't know. Well, I mean, the last time we saw Hulk was in sh- the post credit scene in Shang-Chi. So maybe. Oh, yeah. That'll. I don't know. Maybe they just like just introducing all these characters. And then in nine to ten years, we going to get Secret Wars. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I just saw um, a TikTok about this. Like the guy was saying like everybody's being so impatient because they're expecting like a Avengers level. Did you level. In that or did I just happen to You probably just saw it. I saw it this morning. We we have like basically the same FYP, so. We do. I, <laughs> I never, I didn't finish watching that video because I was like in the desert. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really have cell service. So I've like just favorited it and I was like, I'll come back to it later. Go back and but watch I, it. He brought up some really good points, even in the comments. I do, I did. I did why I did see up until the point that he was just like people forget that it took ten years to mm-hmm. get to end game. Mm-hmm. And I think that him saying that lowers our expectations. Mm-hmm. It's basically like they yeah, they're using all the same like formulas and stuff like that, but they're basically resetting the board. Yeah. It definitely put me in check personally Mm -hmm. because i was one of the people at the end of moon night i was like so we don't get a post-credit scene that leads us to the next thing like don't set us up Mm -hmm. for the next three years calm down girl calm down 
Exactly. Maybe they'll maybe they'll do it in a shorter time span because now mm-hmm. with people's attention spans, it's not the same world as it was in two thousand eight. We like Definitely. things like quickly. So maybe it'll be like more like a three to five year turnaround or something like that that they'll yeah. kind of make all of this stuff make sense. And we're getting way more content now than mm-hmm. we were for the past ten years. Yeah. So I see them like cutting that down in half. Yeah. And having it pay off at least in the next couple of years. He also said like later in the video that he thinks that they're trying to do a few things that are just like, they're trying to expand it so that there's something for everybody. So they'll, there will Mm -hmm. of course be this overarching story for the people like us who are just, if it's a superhero movie, I'm gonna go watch it regardless. But it's also going to be, like, a few things like Moon Knight where you don't have to watch anything else in order to enjoy this. You could just watch it. And then, Mm -hmm. of course, everything will probably end up leading to Secret Wars in, like, 10 years. Eventually. Yeah. So. No, that's actually a really good point because my boyfriend hadn't had watched Moon Knight with me even though he and he enjoyed it even though he hadn't really either seen or remembered most of the stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. the infinity saga and i was like i guess you don't really have to watch anything yeah to to like this so definitely i liked it um finally we had a little uh little comment from the hbic uh kevin feige himself (laughs) (laughs) about secret invasion so that's the disney plus show with samuel l jackson that's still in the, uh, the works we don't have a release date so we don't know like when that's coming but he recently said that the show takes place during the snap. So like before everybody came back, which set mm-hmm. the internet on fire because at the end mm-hmm. of Infinity War, Infinity War. Uh, he was snapped away. Samuel L. Jackson and uh, Maria Hill. Maria Hill and Nick Fury were to, snapped away. <laughs> I was about to say Kobe Smulders. <laughs> right. <laughs> they were snapped away. But th- I guess this is going to explain like, how they ended up being scrolls in Spider-Man Far From Home and mm. what shenanigans they were up to. So I'm excited. Is that the article that I sent you? I don't know. Mom Bray. I, I, you, I can't I remember anything that happened past two hours ago. I don't know. <laughs> I feel that. Because I, I think I read that article. I think I might have sent it to you. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um... So, instead of an icebreaker, right now we usually do like a discussion. The discussion topic that I wanted to talk about, we kind of touched on it, but I want to talk about like why everybody just hates everything and how like the internet (laughs) is just not fun. (laughs) It's not a fun place anymore. It's not. And I like really want to take a break. Man. It's it's very depressing the way that people are. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it, it, it really is the worst of people. Yeah. And they don't, and I think that that they were going to be like that regardless of whether or not they were internet. They were just going to be little parasites to the people that's in their life. But now they mm-hmm. have a farther reach. And yeah. It's like, I'm going to just ruin everybody's day. Essentially, that's what's happening. And I feel like, like you said, I want to take a break. I pretty much deleted Facebook. I, well, I didn't delete my Facebook. It's still there, but I don't have the app and I don't check it. Unless I have mm-hmm. to upload something for the podcast. I deactivated my Instagram. I barely... I don't be on that app unless I'm getting paid at this point. So I do right. stuff in my job. That's when I'm on Instagram. And I, for a while, I felt really happy. But then I feel like the angry people are coming to TikTok. Because everybody mm-hmm. hates Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Everybody hates... uh 
Eternals. Everybody hates Moon Knight. And everybody you know hates everything. So crazy is that like everybody wants everybody to know their opinion. Yeah. And you know, like I'll be scrolling through something and I'll think something really nasty and negative, mm-hmm. and I just be like, I'm gonna just keep scrolling because why would I take time out of my life to sh- like share with people that I don't like something? Especially like, when it it's this- like, go ahead, go ahead. It was this, I think I had like sent it to you. It was like, cause uh, like Bailey Sarian will put her videos on Facebook too. Mm-hmm. But I think like, I can't remember if it was just a regular makeup video or if it was actually like murder mystery and makeup. Mm-hmm. But I was like watching it. And then I was like looking through the comments or whatever. And this woman was just like, I love the makeup. Oh, she was like, I don't even like makeup. I And your voice is like annoying. I'm like, why? why? I, I, I like actually. I actually responded. I was like, then why did you respond? Right. Like, why did you? Why did you comment? Why did you have to share that, Patricia? No one cares. Like, I'm like, if you hit the little X on the freaking video, it won't show you stuff like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, that's literally how algorithms work. But if you comment on it, you're gonna keep getting stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I think people like, like don't get that part. Like, what's not clicking, <laughs> Steven? I don't fucking know. <laughs> But that I hate that, especially when like with all of the comments are positive and then here you come being negative. That shit blows Mm -hmm. the fuck out of me. That was happening a lot on our uh, Doctor Strange videos. We weren't even sharing our opinion like about whether we liked it or not. We were just talking about stuff that happened in the movie. And most of the comments be positive or at least just about what we were talking about. And then you'll have Mm -hmm. a couple people in there like I hated this movie. It was so dumb. Who fucking asked you? exactly it'll be a video like what did you think of dr strange right literally don't fucking care but even like (laughs) the people they'll make a video like i love this part of dr strange and they'll the whole video will be about that part of the movie that they liked and in the comments people will be Mm -hmm. like i hated this movie it was stupid why why can't you go find a movie where they say this movie was stupid and then you can be in the comments with all your friends like hey yeah i hated it too like keep that shit over there it is it's really terrible and it actually makes me hate social media and I was thinking this the last time that uh and I know this is kind of like a little tangent but the last time I watched Interstellar which was like last week (laughs) (laughs) I've been meaning to watch that again how how we have that theory that the granddad was actually a millennial Mm -hmm. and everything yeah and he was talking about how like oh there was always when i was growing up there was always all this like technology every day it was something different everybody wanted to get their hands on it and now he's just like living this like slow country life and he's like and now i like this and i feel like a lot of millennials Mm -hmm. feel like that we're like we just want to take a step back and just kind of like enjoy life the way we did when we were younger when we could just be completely detached and not have to like have all that negativity just like Mm -hmm. it's like working from home it's like that negativity is just like in your space yeah yeah i hate that yeah and i'm like it's just like ugh. It just, just makes you like feel drags a society. Ew, ew, David. <laughs> ew, David. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, like I've seen some amazing like comments though, like the ones that are just like, oh, like two black girls doing a podcast about Marvel. Like mm-hmm. those comments like make me so so happy. Yeah. And then like JC, the guy that did our drop, shout out to you. I know you yes. listeners. <laughs> like his comments and like posts and stuff like prince and everything like the one the people that really like rock with us yeah 
Shout out to y'all because yes, and y'all are the ones that we're making this show for. So literally, if like only five people listen to this podcast a week, like that's completely fine because we have fun making it with each Mm -hmm. other, and we are glad about the people that enjoy listening to it, and we make laugh and stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. the whole time, like, me and Brittany were, like, laying in bed. Like, we was dragging this morning. Yeah, it was but, rough. But, like, once we actually get our, like, get our shit together and start recording, we end up having a lot of fun. So, it's just, like, mm-hmm. that is the aspect of this I like. Not the people in the comments talking yeah. about the damn lunchbox. <laughs> yeah. And not just focusing on stuff that we don't like. Because, I mean, we don't have the same opinion about everything and mm-hmm. we don't enjoy all of these movies but we still try to say something positive about it because for sure who wants that negative energy all the time like it's exhausting and this is also somebody's like life work yeah people worked a lot of people worked hard on this stuff so mm-hmm. yeah and we work hard on this podcast, so fuck y'all. We did. You see, my my <laughs> kids are locked in the room right now. The damn dog barking. I hope y'all can, can't hear her. <laughs> but I can, but she just like it's all good. If, Lucifer, it's all good. Prince wanted a great day, so here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, let's let's talk about Jessica Jones. So mm-hmm. episodes ten through thirteen, we have finished it. We have completed season one. Um, mm-hmm. I did do a little summary to catch us up because we haven't talked about this in a couple weeks. And I, know, yes. I don't know if I'm like you. I watched the first two episodes like six days ago and I binged the last two last night. So I watched the first episode. I watched episode 10 Friday mm-hmm. and half of 11. Finished 11 yesterday. And then I watched 12 and 13 at like 6 o'clock. Oh, so it's very fresh for you. (laughs) Okay. So. That's usually how I do Jessica Jones because we had two weeks off and my procrastinating ass did not watch not one episode. It'd be like that sometimes. Yeah. That's my excuse. So episode 10 through 13, we start off with them. Well, we pick up with them having Kilgrave in this hermetically sealed room. Um. He gets he ends up getting out because of Jerry Hogarth being selfish, basically. Training. Yeah, so he forces her to take him to Wendy so he can get stitched up because his mom stabbed him before he killed her. Uh, while they were there, uh, before he left, sent uh, he set Wendy against her death by a thousand cuts. That that shit was so fucking cold. That was that was wild, insane. <laughs> so Hell yeah. she because of this, you know, he escaped and. Uh, that results in Pam killing Wendy, which that was a whole thing. He escaped. Jessica was pissed. He used his powers to get Hope out of jail in an attempt to like use her as a bargaining chip because Jessica had his dad. So they were going to trade, but then shit went left. Hope killed herself so that Jessica could go and kill him for good. Um, mm-hmm. She dies and then Kilgrave still escapes with his dad. Um, she assumed that he would torture and kill his dad, but he did not. She found out that he planned to use her, his dad in order to figure out how to increase the strength and the reach of his powers. And unfortunately, she found out that he was successful in doing that too late because then he sends Luke Cage to try to kill her. And she was able to stop him by shooting him in the face, I think. Chest, face. I'm pretty sure it was the face. It was like his head. Yeah. Of. Um, so down to the wire, her and Trish came up with a plan to kill him before he escaped the city. He threatened to take Trish away and be his new uh, sex slave. And Jessica, you know, caught, did a bluff. And she was like, 
she she did this. I was so fucking proud of her. But I was. She tricked him. She killed him. And then at the end, Hogarth represents her. Got her off. She didn't have to face any charges. And then she returns to her normal life, normal in quotations life as a PI. So that's pretty much what happened in these three episodes. With Karen as her secretary. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what do you want to talk about first? Um. Let's talk about Simpson. Oh my god. He was like John Walker, but like on heroin. Mm-hmm. On like meth. Meths. Any bath salts. <laughs> Tide <laughs> pods. He was, <laughs> he was cracked the fuck out. He was like scaring me. Yeah. Just like with that like that crackhead energy that's just like because usually his character would be a little bit more like methodical and just like mm-hmm. a little bit slower but yeah. he was just like <laughs> he was <laughs> he off was a pill active. literally he was <laughs> popped a molly he's sweating <laughs> and it's yeah. funny because and trish he... immediately saw it she was like mm-hmm. <laughs> if she was black she'd be like you on that shit exactly <laughs> and you know what the, i just actually thought about this is because she was an addict so mm-hmm. she could probably just like recognize that shit in somebody else yeah and i'm glad that she is not well she is kind of stupid sometimes but i think I'm she's just that... a little naive and very persistent but her mm-hmm. storyline as it as it pertains to simpson i was so happy that it didn't really go into that Oh, I got some dick and now I'm stupid thing. Like Dickmatized. Yes. Yeah. Up until the end, she did not trust him. She always had her head on a swivel when it came to him. As- especially when he started asking about Jessica. Exactly. As soon as you mentioned Jessica, she like, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. Well, you're not about to bring my sister. Keep my sister name out your mouth, though. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It- and he just shot in. But I, I, one thing that I did agree with was... I mean, I don't agree with the fact that he killed the freaking detective dude, mm-hmm. but I did agree with the fact that, like, you can't let somebody like Kilgrave go through the system. Yeah, yeah. Because, one, there's only two options. You muzzle him, and then the jury sees that, and then the defense be like, he didn't get a fair trial because he was muzzled. Mm-hmm. And that kind of, like, not tampered with the jury but kind of changed their idea of him Mm -hmm. or two he manipulates everybody and gets off yeah either way he gets off but yeah he would never be able to testify for himself or stand trial Mm -hmm. or or anything the only way the only way to the only way to stop somebody like that is to kill him or to cut his tongue out that too but what if he start writing shit down and be like hit a choke on this i don't think it worked like that maybe by the I don't end think it does either well by the that end they said that it would work through like the radio the phone pa systems mm-hmm. the written word oh would probably God, be the, the only thing the scene when he was like in the hospital mm-hmm. when he had everybody like y'all gotta start looking for jessica jones killer and she, it was like a fucking zombie movie. It was. It really was. Like, yeah, they was all under mind control and viciously so. Because did he say kill her or did he just say get her? Because she has a virus. No, he said that she has a virus, but he said you have to kill her. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, you since, know, good and damn well he didn't want nobody to kill her ass. He did. He be fine. And that's the thing. Like, I be saying a lot of crazy shit when I'm mad, but that don't really mean anything because I just be talking with him. It's completely different. Right. Yeah. What happened to? The, I hope that one dude that was like outside of the theater place, like the. Oh yeah. I hope that him dying like released his spell because homeboy looked like he was having a very rough time. I think it would have, but that was probably at least two days. Like he probably was so severely like dehydrated and just like fucking starving. He probably had blisters on the bottom of his feet. Yeah. He probably had pissed his pants, everything. Ooh. And it's just crazy the like the trail of bodies. Yeah. That he just leaves behind. Like that part is it's terrifying to me. Like somebody just knock on your door and be like, This is my house now. All right, now kill kill yourself. Like, what? And now I'm gonna go on get on be on trial for murder because don't nobody go nobody gonna believe that oh, somebody told me to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, son of Sam. <laughs> um, let's take a quick break. All right, back from my break. Uh, so yeah, Kilgrave is crazy. Um, I feel like <laughs> Simpson. Oh yeah, Simpson. He's crazy. <laughs> that whole IGH thing. That's clearly a setup for stuff that's happening next season. For season two. Yeah. Yes. I. That's what I felt as soon as, as soon as it started to be a little bit more prevalent, and I'm like, oh, this is actually going somewhere. Mm-hmm. I was just like. This is gonna like Kilgrave is gonna be knocked out by by the end of season one. And thank God. And I know I I like the last episode. I was just like when they when she was like about to go to like the boat and everything. Mm-hmm. I was like, especially since he had already got more powerful and everything like that. I'm like, I don't want to go through this for another season. Mm-hmm. I would rather it be more like her trying to figure out what. IGHs or IHG one of those whichever whatever it was mm-hmm. um I'd rather it be her trying to figure that out getting more information onto like the accident that killed her parents like all of that stuff mm-hmm. instead of just more of the same yeah especially since like he's so powerful like how long can the Avengers fight Thanos before it gets boring like exactly it, it has to stop and then he prohibits her really from like growing too much if he's still alive because he's just a constant mm-hmm. reminder of her traumatic past. Like she's never going to be able to move forward and have different experiences if she can never get past that part of her life. Right. So, exactly. So when she did kill him, I was like, who bitch? Thank God. I was like, I was like, oh my God, we about to have to deal with Trish being a uh, freaking mindless zombie. We're going to have to deal with her trying to find them, all this shit. I'm like, I just, we ain't doing this. I just wish that she would have killed him like six episodes ago. Like, yeah, they definitely stretched it. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Mm hmm. But it needed to fill them episodes. Yeah. Like, it would have, like, you, it would have been like a, Roll credits. Had she just did what she should have did in the beginning, and I think she, exactly. I'm like, girl, you could have been did that, <laughs> right? And I think like a big part of it is her feeling guilty from killing Reva, and I think she was just trying to mm-hmm. prove like I'm not a killer. It's other ways to do stuff, but like we said, mm-hmm. like he needed to die. Like 
He did. I get what you're trying to do, girl. Especially but no. like he he like I say, he is literally leaving a, a trail of bodies everywhere he goes. Mm-hmm. You can't leave him alive. You have to do what needs to be done. Like so many people would have still been alive had she just not killed him. And Hope would have still been alive. Hope. She wouldn't have turned into Starlight. The little weirdo <laughs> the little weirdo twin brother. That whole storyline, mm-hmm. oh, it was they was that's what was dragging. That was dragging out. It really was. I had I wrote that um Robin has replaced Nebula as my least favorite Marvel <laughs> <character>. <laughs> She just she gets on my fucking nerves. Was like unhinged. she's just so intense yes. and dramatic and crazy. I hate mental illness. Bitch, you are mentally Definitely. ill. What the fuck are you talking about? I'll be looking at them you like, what did crazy. your parents do to y'all for y'all to end up like this? <laughs> No, Ooh. they locked them in a freaking room together. Like they had to have to have some type of like traumatic ass like childhood because I'm surprised that they wasn't the fucking. It was like uh, okay, so it's like it, I know I. <laughs> I thought you was about to say I'm surprised they wasn't fucking. <laughs> well, because I was about to say I'm like you have like Cersei and Jamie on one end of that spectrum, mm-hmm. and then it's just like this like almost maternal yes. like motherly but like overbearing Se- severely enmeshment enmeshed the relationship and codependent yes. it's just too much yes yeah that is one reason why i hope i like i do want twins one day mm-hmm. but i hope that they don't i hope they are completely different people and they don't like make their identity surround each other because mm-hmm. that shit was fucking weird. it was so bad and i mean i did feel bad about her because she was completely lost without her brother but she did not lose that mm-hmm. bitchy attitude she kept that <laughs> but the thing is it's just like she just needed somebody that was gonna listen to her because normal people not gonna do what she said right that's real. I I mean, obviously, that's her brother. She loved him, but I think that it was more so the fact that like she had some type of control over somebody. I see um, five or six stray cats living in her apartment in her immediate future. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. Ruben was the only thing keeping her from being a crazy cat lady. So there you go. She's about to be a psycho cat, <laughs> right? Um. Yeah, I think that one and like the whole guards storyline, like it did pay off, but that shit was dragging mm-hmm. too. Like I know that it was included because Hogarth was the one who eventually, you know, defended Jessica Jones. So she didn't have to go to jail right. for all that suspicious ass activity. But the whole thing with Wendy and her dying, like I get it. Like all of these relationships mm-hmm. that we see are is about control, and I think the show as a whole is about control. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't know. I was tired of them. Yeah, that's that's right. I mean, when you think about it, every person in like all of the characters have like some. There's somebody that has some type of control over mm-hmm. them, or they're trying to. They're fighting for control. Like Hogarth was fighting mm-hmm. to keep control. Of Wendy, even though it's from what Wendy was saying, it sounded like she was in control of the whole relationship and she wanted exactly. to control how the divorce went too, which is why her stupid ass let Kilgrave go free. And we see that backfired really fucking bad. Quick. Like, and it, it backfired extremely quickly. Yeah, almost immediately. Like, <laughs> no, exactly. And I'm like, 
if it hadn't been like another witness there that's like yeah that was self-defense mm-hmm. how yo yo new bitch kill your ex-wife when you going through divorce proceedings and one of and your ex-wife is holding out on signing off on the divorce mm-hmm. that doesn't I don't know that like that just screams like it was it was actually the the only thing that keeps it I mean that makes it self-defense is the fact that like Hogarth did have freaking cut wounds all over her body yeah so she could be like okay it was you know it was actually like her trying to save Mm -hmm. me or whatever but in real life yeah they both would have been in jail yeah and then we see they, they would have been like they planned it, all of that. Shit. And I think a big part, like obviously, I feel like she regret she didn't want Wendy to die. She just wanted the divorce to be over with, but mm-hmm. so she could be in control of somebody, right? Else. And but Wendy was the only one who saw her for who she was. But then when she did that shit, Jessica was looking at her like you a dirty bitch, and then Pam was like you mm-hmm. a real dirty bitch, and then mm-hmm. she changed because she was like oh. I, I, it was like a mirror being held up. She was like, yeah, yep. I fucked that up. <laughs> and, when, and like, I mean, shit, if everybody's telling you that you scum, then you might be fucking scum. Yeah. So, mm, but I guess she had somewhat of a redeeming arc at the end, but I'm, I'm not going to get her too much. Jury's still out on that. Yeah. Um, so, ooh, it was, I was thinking about something as I was talking and then I forgot it had to do with Oh, okay. So about the whole control thing. So I was like really thinking about Jessica Jones and why the ending was so satisfying to me. And I feel like these last three episodes, if Jessica had been like in control of her own decisions and like control of the situation, like regardless before like episodes one through nine, yeah, she was fucking up. She should have killed him a long time ago. But she was really Mm -hmm. on her shit in these 10 episodes. But it seemed like every time she was right there, somebody else came in and tried to girl boss the situation and they messed it up for her. And that... 100%. Like when she was in the restaurant and then the victim survivor group said that they was just going to be on a crusade, they fucked that whole thing up. Like the bitch came in They really did. She had them in her apartment tied up mm-hmm. it was finna be over yes. and then here comes some... it was i was like oh my god and that's why and that's why robin like became my least favorite i mean she was already annoying as shit but she was kind of like inconsequential but it was just like after she did that and she was the ring she was the ringleader mm-hmm. how y'all had his crazy ass broad like and y'all listening to her convincing y'all to do something yes Y'all look like educated people and y'all are letting this crazy ass bitch <laughs> come in here and be like, we gotta, y'all already know what that Kilgrave is after Jessica. Mm-hmm. And y'all already know what Kilgrave does. But y'all like, let's Scooby-Doo this Right, shit. like exactly how are you gonna Scooby-Doo? You couldn't even Scooby-Doo your whole life. He came in and mm-hmm. ruined the whole thing. Snatched your jacket. Yes. With a few words. So what were y'all realistically gonna do? And that's the and that's that's the thing that was like, okay, that black dude, I think he like lost his son or something like that. Like he didn't have uh custody over his son anymore. But that white man literally just got his jacket stolen. Yeah, like why are you still coming to these meetings, dude? Go buy you another jacket and move <laughs> on. Go to therapy. Like you look like you can afford yeah. it. Like, just buy another jacket. Just just take that ale and be like, all right, he got mm-hmm. me. Just, just, I don't know. I feel like she was constantly like 
fighting for her control over the situation from Kilgrave. She's trying to get her life back in control from him. Then she's trying to... And trying not to let more and more people die. Right. And then every time like she gets close or she has a plan, here comes Simpson thinking that he could just take over because he knows what's best or here come the fucking police because... Because he's a mediocre white man. Yes! Like that was it. Like, oh, I got some little pills. I'm strong. You still, you still couldn't get her. I'm sorry. You're still not exactly. good enough. Exactly. You still ain't that girl. You, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Definitely not it. And then the police, he all like, oh, well, we got to do this procedurally. We got to do it this way, which wasn't fucking working. And then here come Luke, because well, she didn't know. I, I can't stand in these in these types of movies and TV shows. Mm-hmm. People are like, you have this evil ass villain, and then the cops are like, we got to do it the right way. Shoot them. Yes. And now all of a sudden, y'all don't like shooting. Right people. now, everybody need a judge and a jury. Mm. <laughs> it's funny how you use that when you want. Apples. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So everybody was just coming in and trying to fix it, and then lo and behold, at the end, it was Jessica and Trish. Who solved the fucking problem? And people should have just let mm-hmm. them do it from the beginning. Exactly. So. Exactly. That, that was just irritating. And then, like, outside of this whole situation and all of these men and outside forces trying to tell her how to handle some shit that she's capable of handling, handling herself, she still has to be in control of her own body and mm-hmm. in control of her life and her emotions and, yes and her emotions after having like gone through this traumatic situation so it's just like i i felt for her that's all i'm Thanks. gonna say um so there was one more thing i wanted to say about that and i lost my turn of thought but yeah i think i think this is like i like the show i understand why a lot of people don't mm-hmm. though because it's heavy. The, the more I watched it, the more I watched it, the more I liked it. Yeah, especially like the the later half of the season mm-hmm. was a lot better. Mm-hmm. But one hundred percent, I feel like because I was like looking through, I was watching some YouTube comments about this, and a lot of people was just like, "Oh my god, I couldn't get past the first three episodes, Woody Woo," and like I I get it, but I feel like this show has a lot to offer, but it's just it's not it's not really a superhero story. And I think that's why. Because she don't want to be a hero. Yeah. And I think that's what that's off putting to people because they expect a willing superhero that has these powers and goes through this amazing Mm -hmm. journey where they discover themselves and they save the day and everything's fine. But at no point is everything fine in this story. Even at the end. No, for real. (laughs) She she was fucked up. She almost fucking like had her freaking ribs puncture her lung. I mean, her liver or something like that. Like she was going and she's, I mean, she is super, but she was getting her ass handed Mm -hmm. to her. Definitely not getting her deposit back. No. But <laughs> no. I hope she know a handyman. <laughs> no, seriously. But yeah, she just like the whole show is about grief and guilt and hopelessness and helplessness and mm-hmm. abuse and trauma. It's it's fucking heavy. Mm-hmm. And it's not action packed because it's mostly a detective show. Like it's it yeah. takes things, it's they putting together clues and they asking questions and they knocking on doors. And it's very, if you don't like detectives type stuff, you're not going to like this. I feel like that's the same thing with the Batman movie. He was, he -hmm. was literally solving mysteries and you just watching him 
learn things and put clues together mm-hmm. and ask people questions. And that's not a lot of people don't like that, I guess. <laughs> I still haven't watched it. Really? I'm so terrible. I'm so terrible. Well, I mean, it, it's a, a big commitment because it is three hours. So. And I be falling asleep. Yeah. Like yesterday we were watching Captain Marvel and I was knocked out. I mean, we did go kayaking and stuff like that, but I was like. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel you. That's the reason that I, I didn't I really go. have uh, to have the. It has to be like broad daylight. Very perfect conditions, basically. <laughs> I have to be, yeah, I have to be like, you know, not not like I just ate, but not too hungry. Like that nice, like middle area where I, where I got a lot of energy to stay up and stuff. Like, or else I was just Oh my God. <laughs> I feel you though, because that's why I didn't go see everything everywhere all at once when I was in Chicago. I really want to see I that, do too, yeah. but... I was, I was out there working, and so the only time I could mm-hmm. see it would be after work. And then when I found out the movie was three hours long, after work, after dinner, oh, I would have been in the theater knocking out. <laughs> Especially once the lights go No, home. it would be oh, reclining seats, time, it's over with. <laughs> no, for real. Them seats be too comfortable. Right. It's nap time. Um. Okay, so. I kind of want to talk about. This is just something super random. Mm-hmm. I did call Malcolm Karen, but I feel like they are very similar characters. Yes. In the fact that they got roped in to some shit mm-hmm. and they went to the main character, the protagonist, to be like Captain Savaho, basically. And they both have like such a naive point of view of the world mm-hmm. for two people that's living in New York. Yeah um that one episode of daredevil when karen was basically like i uh oh after you know after she got attacked and everything she was just like i just basically see villains in every corner Mm -hmm. and you know she think it's a boogeyman trying to get her and i mean there was but it's just like as a woman and i mean if she would have gotten gone missing she's white i mean white woman blonde hair blue eyes they would have tried to find Mm -hmm. her but the fact of the matter is that she's just like oh i just always looked for the good in people and now I just see all these like scary people around every corner and stuff like that and it's just like the biggest threat to women is men yeah (laughs) so it's like the fact that it took her to basically almost like die and go to jail for murder and all of this stuff for her to think that way is crazy to me yeah and then the same thing with uh, Malcolm. He's the man, but he had these like idealistic views that he was talking about how his parents like raised him, you know, to think that everybody was good. And he's like, oh, if everybody's just like out for them, out for themselves, then I just like he's like I'd kill myself. And it's just like, well, I don't know what. To I don't know how he got to like every be at that big age thinking like that. That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it is, and it's just like, I mean. What I put was like, people are basically, are people are terrible. Mm-hmm. There are some good people, but pretty much one, everybody is like one bad day away from like ruining their lives or somebody else's mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, do not put that much stock into people thinking that everybody has your best interest at heart oh, yeah. because people don't. Yeah. And it's good that he made that like call because like, I think it was like after that conversation, he went back to the apartment and saw those like, secret spies or whatever in Jessica's apartment trying to get Simpson and he made the right call and like went into his apartment exactly or else he would have died but 
I like you said, I don't know how he got that old thinking that everybody is good and everybody looks out for everybody mm-hmm. because that's just not like, that's just where did you grow up? Maybe Ari? You it could, it, <laughs> girl, I'm like could have been a south side of Chicago. Not, not River. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you sure did not. Another thing that is similar between those two characters is how they both could have walked away and chose not to. Because Karen did not have to volunteer to be working at Nelson and Murdoch. She could have went on with her life, got another job, mm-hmm. got some more friends, and moved on. Kept that money. Kept that money. Kept that settlement money. And nobody would have been trying to kill her after that. She wouldn't have been having to be saved mm-hmm. in alleys by Foggy. Like, she could have avoided all of that. Same thing with Malcolm. Like, yes, Kilgrave, like, ruined your life, got you on drugs, etc. But he got clean. But then he got off. He could have went back home, right. or he could have just been like... Let me just stay out of this bullshit with her because it's complicated. And he could have just moved on. Yeah. Like, nobody made you come and help. You didn't have to come be an assistant. You don't have to come work for me now because... Right. What? Because you feel sorry for me. You feel like you got to be the person, the one good person in the universe. Yeah. Like, that's not your responsibility. And it, and, and it sucks to be like that. But it's just like, I'm not putting my life in harm's way. Yeah for somebody that like for my neighbor i don't even know these fuckers Mm-mm. i'm not and then he had got <laughs> mad at jessica about something i don't remember exactly what it was but they had some words out on the street when she was like with luke and he was like kind of blaming mm-hmm. her for everything and like she already is the type of person that just takes on all that guilt and just mm-hmm. i feel like i was her friend that moment because i was like hold on bitch wait a minute Wait a minute now. Oh, because because he was like trying to help Robin mm-hmm. look like put up missing posters, and she's just like, you know, he did. You like, yeah. Don't even do this. Yeah. Which I agree with, because it's just like, why are you involving yourself mm-hmm. in this? You, this is not good. You drawing too much attention. Yeah. To <laughs> just stop. And you know you was involved. Like that's real shit. Yeah. I mean, I guess that guilt, but that self preservation got to kick in at some point. Because mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh girl, I don't know nothing. I gotta go. I would have been, I would have been lying to Robin. I don't know what happened to your brother. He was weird. You weird. I don't want nothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> we ain't shit. <laughs> but it was really funny at the end when, well, I think it was like the last episode or the last two episodes. He was just like, he was a really good guy. What was in that banana bread? Was it, it was like crack. He was like, wait, was it crack? Right. And I was like, that's a little on the nose. Don't you think? <laughs> I was like, cause I used to do crack. <laughs> so I, I would know. <laughs> I would know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, I did want to talk about how Kilgrave is an incel, and yes, what? Please, what do you think? Let's talk about what you that. think his podcast would be called? Because he would definitely have a podcast. He remind me of them dudes on the internet it so would. bad. What's that dude, fresh and fit? That's uh-huh, like... the ugly one. The ugly think... and loud. Woo! You were so wrong today. Please sit down. <laughs> Ugly, wrong, and single. Woo! All right. Mm-hmm. Go off, sis. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, I was talking about how, um, well, first, my first thought was like, I wonder if Kilgrave would be as menacing if he had an American accent. Mm. Like if he, like an American English accent instead of like a British mm-hmm. accent. That was just something random I thought about because I feel like that part makes it even like scarier. Like that. It's like he's foreign. The evil Brit. Yeah. Yeah. Just like the evil Brit. I don't know. I just thought about that. But 
um but he was talking about he was like talking to himself and he was just kind of like ranting by himself and talking about how he wants to control her Mm -hmm. and make make her want him and uh and then reject her until she wants to die and all that stuff and I was like this is just like toxic masculinity at its yes and just like how dangerous men are Mm -hmm. when they get rejected by somebody I think that he is just like he, he's like the epitome of that. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously that's an extreme, yeah. but there are some very toxic ass men out here that like they get reject- rejected and now they want to kill you. Yeah. And I don't even think it's really that extreme because those podcast dudes, like they make content about how to get women, but at the same time they hate women, but they want women to mm-hmm. want them so that they can reject them so they can feel power and then they could just do it mm-hmm. what they want with them with their bodies and then be okay with it. That's Kilgrave. That's how he wanted Jessica to be. 100%. Y'all podcast niggas is like Kilgrave. And that's not a good thing. Exactly. <laughs> that's not a good thing. At all. He is one of my favorite villains. But right. He, as a villain, he is that nigga. Yeah. But. <laughs> as just a person, trash, garbage bin. As a, he is, yeah, he's trash. And it's just, and I think that the fact that it's kind of very real mm-hmm. is the scariest part. Yeah. Um, that there is men that just wants a woman to just shut up and, you know, I like you're gonna do what I want you don't have any autonomy over your body you you're like your sexuality outside of me wanting you does not exist and you gonna like it that's extremely sad Mm -hmm. yeah and it's a lot of women that are just like in relationships like that and they don't really they don't really think about it as abuse or they don't think about it as being like sexual abuse or whatever but it Mm -hmm. is and and a lot of people don't really understand consent and what is rape because mm -hmm. he was like I didn't rape you and he was like, you wanted it. And she's like, because you fucking told me to want it. Exactly. And in my head, I very much so did not want it. You was raping me. Like, what the fuck? Exactly. It's not hard. Exactly. Exactly. But men don't understand that. Like, I can't remember who I was talking to, but I was just like, men don't understand that there's like literally always like a constant threat of like rape and danger mm-hmm. and death around literally every corner. So it's just like, they don't understand obviously they don't have to i mean they need to understand consent but they don't really like they don't get it for real they don't get it yeah exactly and that's because a lot of them like very scary are never taken advantage of in any real like physical way because in any situation Mm -hmm. the average guy can defend himself a little bit at least and probably be okay Mm -hmm. that's not the case Mm -hmm. for a woman so they just don't think that way like i had to explain to my husband like i don't ever want to go to the gas station like, I was going to go mm-hmm. grocery shopping yesterday, but he was like, oh, there's no gas in the car. And I was like, I'll wait until you filled up. And that happened this morning. I'm not going, unless it is, I'm on the expressway and the gas like come on. I'm not going to no gas station. It's always niggas mm-hmm. that always trying to talk to you. It's like wild stuff that happens. So a lot of times if I'm by myself, especially if I'm with my kids and he's not there, I'm not going to certain places. Yep. And it's, it's sad because you have to constantly be on alert. And sometimes you look crazy, but I'm okay with looking crazy. Because I came out of Target <laughs> and a man, I was with my girls and I'm trying to like hurry up and get them in the car because I can't see what's behind me if I'm buckling people in. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. you do this, you do this, hurry up, put your seatbelt on. He's coming up to me, excuse me. I put my hand up in his face. I said, no, no. 
And he was like, oh. Whatever you asking for, no. Whatever it is, I can't help you. I don't care. Leave me alone. Don't come over mm-hmm. here. Girl, I'll be like walking the dog in the morning. And when I walk when I walk the dog, I literally just rolled out of bed and put some shoes on and mm-hmm. left out the house. Literally, I looked I look like toe jam in the morning. <laughs> and People will literally like slow down and try and talk to me. Oh, you got a man, you got a husband, you got what you, I'm like, like it is terrifying. Yes. I always make sure I have my watch on and like a sweatshirt so people can't see my watch just in case I get freaking taken. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so crazy that I have to think about that stuff. Like, yeah. you know, somebody might take my phone, but they might not notice my watch and you can track me on my watch. Yes. Or, you know, just like little things like or making put your sure AirPod in your, to- your pocket. Or, I, I'll, I yeah. always, I always have like my AirPods and I'll open it like every now and then I open the case so that it was like, mm-hmm. you can track my location. And it's just crazy that women have to do that. And it's just, like men don't think about they that. don't even when i used to they run don't. like i bought this thing an alarm to put on my shirt in case something mm-hmm. happens so I'm, I'm pressing the alarm like what why do my life have to be this way exactly and that's another reason why i like the whole like smile thing that started out through the the beginning and then that was the last mm-hmm. thing she said to him at the end of the episode yeah. before she killed him was to tell him smile she was taking her control back and i really love that for her and yes. this like sparked a conversation with me and Prince because actually it was, it wasn't about Jessica Jones, but it, it, it applies. So we were talking about how, you know, when you're in a grocery store or wherever, you see another black person and they nod, they head nod. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, when you nod down, it's to somebody that you, I think he said you don't know, but when you nod up, it's like a what's up, something like that. And I was like, oh, I never knew, like, the difference. I never, yeah. And he was like, so what do you do? And I was like, usually I'll nod to people. If it's a woman, I'll usually, like, smile. And he's like, you be smiling mm-hmm. at the dudes, too? And I was like, no. If I no. see a man, I'm mean mugging. I look at you like I got to ask. I look at you I like I want to fight. At, I, don't even, I don't even look at them in the eye. No, I, I like, look at them. You're supposed know, to look I mean, at them. Look at- <laughs> okay, guys, we had some technical uh, difficulties. <laughs> Yes. So sorry <laughs> if the audio sounds a little bit differently right now. That's what happened. Not only are we not right. uh, comic book savants, we are also not expert at podcasts. So <laughs> no, we're not. We're figuring this shit out as we go. Definitely winging it. Um, <laughs> so let's wrap up Jessica Jones. I think the mm-hmm. only thing I wanted to say was just that uh, I was really happy that she was the one to kill him at the end because. Yes. It was so many people who refused to believe her. It was so many people who wanted to step in and just solve it for mm-hmm. her. And it was her journey and she needed to do it. It was. So. And I love that Trish, Trish was right by her side. Yes. As a sister would be. So. Yes. And it's crazy that like, I guess at first I was like, okay, they best friends, whatever. But like, no, they're sisters. Yeah. I mean, like legally they're sisters. Yeah. And I mean relationship wise because just because her mama adopted her doesn't mean that they was gonna have a good relationship with it with each other right but i just love that crazy ass mama <laughs> they threw her no, in at she the was end. a she was a psycho yeah so uh all in all that was jessica jones season one and we will be talking about season two as it comes up in the chronological order of these shows right um what we watching so we finished moon night last week have you watched any mm-hmm. any TV? Well, anything you um, want to talk I, about? Excuse me. I uh, watched this show called The Staircase. 
Mm. It's a true, like, it's like true crime, but it, the like, documentary? Ha- it actually, I mean, no, it's not a documentary. It's, like, it's the show. A dramatization okay. of the thing that happened in real life. Um, Colin Firth is in it. Uh, so is Sophie Turner. Oh. Is in it. Okay. Uh, and I know a little bit about the um, like the case or whatever, mm-hmm. so I was like, "Oh, I watched the show." I watched Inside. the Netflix doc- <laughs> the documentary that they came out with like a couple years ago. A few years ago, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm, I like kind of wanted to watch the documentary, but for whatever reason, like Netflix wouldn't work that day. Mm. So I only I started watching the actual the like you know the, the one that's on HBO Max, mm-hmm. and it's decent. Okay. It's decent. I'm like, I don't know why I keep. I'm like, I know what happens already. I don't know why I'm watching it, but uh, yeah, that's what I started watching. As as well as like going through the Marvel movies again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, just can't get enough. Right, <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I I thought about watching that, but I had the same thought. Like I I watched the documentary, so I know like everything that happens. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. I might see when you finish it. Let me know if it's worth my time. Okay, um, I got you. Shani always recommends good stuff, so if she tells me not to watch it, I then... really do. <laughs> I really do. Honestly, like what Game of Thrones, Shit's Creek. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've been in like the list goes on. Uh, my anxiety and depression has kicked up, so I did restart Shit's Creek. <laughs> and I, I love that. I like I got through like the first four seasons in like a week. So yeah, I love that. emotionally rough, but TV. Oh, it was great. I love that show. <laughs> <laughs> um, so outside I of always, that, I always tell people I'm like if I recommend food, TV shows, or movie. It's a guarantee that it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually have a few people. I have, I have good taste. You, Prince, and my coworker, Stacy, y'all mm-hmm. don't miss. All three of y'all. Anybody else, if you tell me you watch some, I'm probably not going to watch it. But Exactly. <laughs> 100%. Y'all three. A lot of the shows that I, like, my favorite shows have been recommendations from y'all three. So, that's what's up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the only thing that I've been watching, well, I watched this movie on HBO, The Night House, with uh, Rebecca Hall, who was in Iron mm-hmm. Man 3, and uh, that was pretty good. I would give that, out of five stars, that's like a solid three, as far as scary movie goes. Okay. But those, like, I watch scary movies just all the time. That's what you do. That's what I that's do. That's what you do. So, as, as long as it's a three... You know, you got my attention. I'm going to keep watching it. And I enjoyed it. It was interesting. Um, and then I started watching The Stand. The, that is, a, I think it's on Peacock, Paramount. One of those. Um, and it's mm-hmm. based on a Stephen King book. Um, and is uh, Zach Efron in that? No, that's Firestarter, which I haven't watched that oh, okay. yet. That's on Peacock. And they said that okay. was bad. Ooh, I'm going to watch it anyway. But they said that was bad. I mean. <laughs> yeah. I'm not surprised. But I'm not either. <laughs> uh, I just think that that's probably a hard concept to bring to the screen. And I haven't read that book. I haven't read The Stand mm-hmm. either. Um, but I'm going to watch it because it's Stephen King. But The Stand right. is about like a pandemic. Like that takes everybody mm-hmm. out. Except for the people who are like mysteriously immune to it. It takes their ass out real fast. So okay. I need to finish it. My kids 
preventing me from watching it. My kids really, <laughs> they be sabotaging me because it took me almost all of yesterday to watch an hour long episode of Jessica Jones because I promise you every five minutes one of them kids came in to say something to me. I bet. So that, I be struggling watching TV, but that's that. I'm excited because what, next week we get the boys. So. Yes. I I did see the uh, trailer for that. So Mm -hmm. I'm excited for that. I'm really excited. Maybe we can watch, maybe we can watch that for what we watch it. Yes, we should. And this is going to add extra TV to watch. On top of Miss Marvel. (laughs) That's coming out the following week. Shit. Maybe we can just like. We'll figure Talk it out. Talk about it here and there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's all I've been watching. That's all that's going on with me. I love that. I've also been reading Fire and Blood in preparation for mm. House of Dragons. I love how we be and reading. Girl, we be reading books and stuff. Look at us. I mean, technically, I have not read one word. I've been listening to Oh, it, yeah. But I have, I have been consuming the content, <laughs> so... <laughs> I count that as reading. It yeah, it counts. Because I just like to be transformed into a different place. That's nice. I I have not tried an audiobook yet cuz I feel like I was just I I daydream enough just reading. Like so many mm-hmm. times I'm reading I have to turn back the page like okay, I didn't absorb any of that. <laughs> This is the same thing. I feel like with other books, I'm able to like concentrate more on. But you know, like George R. R. Martin, like his he is very wordy, mm-hmm. and he'll put in a lot of stuff that doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. So I'll just like kind of zone out and then zone back in on the important stuff, mm-hmm. and like I'll just kind of like imagine everything that's happening, and I love it. Mm, like I feel like especially for like kind of like the fantasy sh- movie or not movies but books and stuff like that i feel like those are the books like i would more so enjoy on audio mm-hmm. other books like i'll just read them mm-hmm. and be done with it but like those type of books like and especially how dramatic they make it and everything like i don't know if i've 10 ever out of 10 would recommend i don't know if i've ever read like fantasy does twilight count is that a fantasy book Kind of. Okay, so may, that might have been the only fantasy thing that I've ever, like, read. Or, wait, no, Divergent. That that counts as fantasy, right? Or is that... Yes. Okay. So I read those. I mean, it's not a good fantasy, no. but, I mean, it's a fantasy. <laughs> Somebody fantasy. I have two books. I, like I also have two physical books that I bought, like, a couple weeks ago from Target. Mm-hmm. And I ain't finished them. I just... I wish I had more time to physically read stuff. I, I wish I would have a whole lot of time if I didn't have to like work for a living. Mm-hmm. My life would be awesome. <laughs> I wish I was a stay at home person. Me too. Like I was during <laughs> COVID. That was great. I didn't appreciate it. Was like it, living like was a great. Kardashian. I was, I spent all that time being stressed. Man. I should have oh. just been milking it. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Really but is. anyway, I don't know if y'all care about any of this. Sorry. I know, right? <laughs> we basically was just on FaceTime. But anyway, <laughs> if you made it to the end, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We are the South Side of Wakanda podcast. And this was our Jessica Jones season one wrap up episode. Next week, uh, we'll be talking about Daredevil season two. Yay. We get to see Maddie M again. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Bye. Bye.